by episode, storyline by storyline, character by character, as we break down the making of your favorite zip code with your host, Charles <laughs> Rose. Did I say that? Harry yeah. Mullen. this thing about the, the, the real person, and we're going, what? We're getting rid of this guy. Pete Ferrero. I'm feeling wonderful. <laughs> Kathleen looks crush, TV crush worthy. Like so many special guests. And all your questions, live on the Beverly Hills 90210 Show. Oh, yeah. Okay, the hit song by Charles Rosen, everybody dance. Now, we are, we're listening, we're here on uh, covering a really awesome, I've often said it's one of my favorite, if not my favorite episode of 90210, so I'm excited that we have uh, Dave Semmel, the director, with us in, in a few here. Um, right off the bat, we do have to talk about America's zip code, 90210, the big show coming October 6th. Um, and I know we're still looking for states. Now, Larry, before we get into this, people are still asking. They're still confused about what they're going to be doing <laughs> on the podcast. Okay, so, I'm going to tell you right now. You're not sending a video in. It's not a cell phone. You're going to be on the podcast. You're going to get a slide. Well, I'm going to explain it right now. I've been thinking about it today. So this is like a work in progress. You guys can okay. think about it. But obviously, we're going to move across the country east to west to accommodate the time zones too. We're going to do regions at a time, groupings of five states together, and then there'll be us and Melanie and uh, and you know we'll and we'll move across. But each each panel so you'll be part of a panel. Each panelist we're going to want to know their city, where they are in the state, their zip code, where they were when they first started watching, what hooked them, were their friends watching too. And then what I'm thinking is Chuck and Pete, we should ask all the stars and people who've worked on the show who are from states to send us a little selfie saying personalized, giving a greeting to their, you know, their homie, and uh, maybe even ask a answer a question if we pre-submit some questions for them. Oh yeah, oh, I have something to bring in from Idaho, actually. Exactly. That you know, I've been I've made a little list of all where people are from. Yeah, we, we got, got a lot, get, lot of coverage. We got to develop that. You're right. Yeah. And then they and, and Joey, Slotnick, Joey Slotnick's got Puerto Rico covered. <laughs> I think he's just visiting. I've got no, no, he's moving to <laughs> Joey from, from New York. But then we, we can talk it's about their favorite moment the of the series and their favorite character, and then we move on. So each person will get like three or four minutes okay. uh, individually and as a state. And we wanted to, we'll get a sense of of what it was like watching things in different states. And was it difficult? Were your friends watching too? You know, it's going to be a, a good social a social study. It's a little social oh, science. And, again, and, again, and a celebration. And a celebration for the 35th yeah. anniversary of the show, premiere of the show. Last time when we was on the 30th anniversary, we celebrated the talent with the show. This time we're celebrating the fans. Who Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's it. It's a celebration of I, fans. I want to let you know, people enjoy when we work it through things live on yeah, the well, we <laughs> heard, yeah, I've heard thinking about like this. us figuring well, we're also missing out. Pete, Pete I, we should quickly say we're still missing it you know and I just don't know I'm gonna give up no I think we, we got Mississippi I think we got Iowa no, we okay. got Utah. 
Okay, we, we got, got Utah. We got Utah. Right. We got DC. So, this but is we, just but the news. Montana, South Dakota. Okay. Uh, you know, we've, so we've we got, got DC. You're saying we're going to go at it. I, I'm going to really start, to, you know, getting into some of those uh, those fan fan uh, Facebook uh, fan thing fan sites and look for a fan. Is this, is this the four states we're looking for now? I think these are good. I'm worried about Illinois. We can't seem to reach my Illinois fan. So we need oh, some shit. Chicago people certainly has got well wasn't fans. Jenny Garth original from originally from she's Illinois. Yeah she's gonna be giving well you know she'll Dave she'll Simmel, do a, she'll do a shout out Simmel, tonight's guest originally from Illinois from Chicago. There you go. Okay. You Maybe know. we should have more than one. That just we get pick up a lot of uh, uh, selfies on this. What I'm also want to say is, if you know a friend, right, that is from one of those four states that we just had up, contact. Don't be ashamed. Them. Don't be ashamed of it. Just bring them in. You know, all right. It's a community. Okay. Right. Let me play an old ad, and then we're going to talk about Unreal World. Okay, okay, okay. Do you know we have even more new shirts and merchandise at Beverly Hills nine hundred two one zero showshop.com? For instance, watch our Planet 90210 show with some sick Planet 90210 merch. Or want to celebrate at the Peach Pit? Check out this new shirt with a photo from Jill Henkel's collection. Or, oh my God, I know Claire Arnold fans are going to love this one. A little sex, rock, and really decent literature. Plus, for all you Larry Mullen fans, that's right, a get out of here shirt. And don't forget about our classic designs. We keep loading it up with more items each week, so head over to Beverly Hills, 90210showshop.com for all your 90210 stuff. This is this is really a thing. Uh, <laughs> I know you're just laughing at the t-shirt. <laughs> it's been a minute since you've been with us, David. But we have really, things have really developed here. I'm wearing my Claire Arnold. Would you get a Claire Arnold shirt? A different one. Planet 90210. We got to send David the get out of here t-shirt. I'm going to have to send it to him. I don't don't know if there's like, if, 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 if exchanging any type of monetary compensation would undermine the structure of the way this podcast is done. But if I got a Claire Arnold T-shirt, I would wear it every single day. <laughs> David, I wear mine every day, so it's we're going to send, send you one. We're on. You're, you're, I know when your What's birthday that, yeah. is. It'll be a very late birthday present to you. Oh, Just, uh, but is it a medium or a large? <laughs> it's a large. Come on. Large. Okay. We're going right. to get that. We'll, and we'll then, get so hello, David. So he wants a sex rock and really decent literature one. Yes. yes. But. Uh, the, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt the introductions, Pete, but I don't want you to think, Larry, that the get out of here t-shirt didn't <laughs> equally catch my attention. <laughs> I, I thought it might. I hadn't thought about it until I was watching it here. I said, oh, David's probably laughing now. <laughs> Very hard. Um, yeah. And yeah. so, David, David, it's good to see you. It's been a minute since you've been with us. How are things going um, since we last saw you? I think it was last year sometime. Things are things are great. Coming out of it, getting back to work. Just did a uh, did an interesting pilot for NBC in the jungles of the Yucatan. We was starting to share that with you guys. That came with uh, yeah. 100 degree heat, 100 percent humidity every day, and tarantulas on the set, and and uh, you know scorpion and whatnot. But uh, immersed ourselves in the Mayan culture. It was pretty spectacular, and uh, now might be heading off to London for a little while to do something else. So mm, nice, I'm busy. Nice. Can't have Love trouble. London. Love London. Didn't you go into Hawaii at one point on this show? We went to Hawaii, couldn't find what we were looking for, funny enough, because the show was sort of designed to be uh, COVID-proof in that it took place in a resort or a hotel, which would be where the show would be shot and the crew would be housed and the cast. And because nobody was 
that industry was being decimated by COVID. Everybody thought at the studio they would kind of get the the resources, you know, for a penny on the dollar. And then as the project finally came into being, COVID was at that point sort of being lifted before Delta. And uh, the it, we actually couldn't creatively find it, but then, um, you know, the sort of financial changed pretty significantly as well. And uh, we got incredibly lucky with this place we found in Mexico. But uh, the reason I said, Joey, you earlier about Puerto Rico, that was that had been at one point a uh, consideration. Uh, yeah, jungle for sure. Yeah, and welcome Joey Slotnick. I was gonna say, welcome Joey Slotnick to this. Of course, you played Thank Tuck, you. Thank Tuck you. the episode of this uh, Unreal World. How is how's all with you, man? You're shooting yes. something right now too, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's great. I, I'm um, I'm shooting a movie with Gerard Butler in um, Puerto Rico called The Plane. It's about a plane that crashes <laughs> and. Um, all the people on the airplane get kidnapped. Oh, fast! So, and then yeah. you know, then uh, then hilarity ensues from there. Um, and it's supposed <laughs> to be we're kind of supposed to be uh, like in the Philippines, but uh, they're shooting here in, in Puerto Rico. It's Close great. enough. A lot of fun. Nice. Um, all right, let's exactly. talk about unreal. And you're not are you you're not affected by the. Um, I guess there are always storms this time of year in that part of the world. Yeah. Yep, there are, and I guess it's you know it's it's hurricane season right now, but but you know knock on wood, it, everything's been been okay cool. and good. No, no right. uh, nothing, you know. Yeah. Charles, let's start with you. Unreal World, um, the real world is super popular. I would imagine at this point in the '90s, and nine hundred two one zero is looking for, always looking for issues and things to talk about. And of course, this is something that you you guys have a, an opportunity with here to do with your cast. Talk me through uh, Unreal World. Well, this is about as far away from an issues as you could be. You know, yeah. it, was, it was the, you know, satirical, which we didn't do very often, you know, recreation of this very popular MTV show. Fact is, is MTV, you know, kind of owned youth culture in the 90s, you know, when my daughter, Lindsay, who's now has turned 37, she, uh, uh, 37, no, 36, excuse me, and, you know, it was always every day was was MTV from, you know, 10 to 14. And so it was always on. So it was a big deal. And uh, and the idea of using it. And and I think and Dave, I wanted to check this with you. Was this close to being a bottle show, too? I mean, was this something that they said we want to be on a stage a lot, so you're going to do it this way. Was it part of the, you know how Paul used to think, and Paul Wagner, our, our line producer executive. I can't producer. remember, I can't remember, if, and I don't know if you want to explain to your audience what a bottle show is. I would love that, yes. <laughs> Chuck, do you want Meaning to take one that, Meaning one that's mostly on a set, uh, shot. you got to shoot in five days rather than seven. you got to well, shoot in five days rather than seven. Let's be really blunt. No, it, it was not, David. It was, you know, it was reflecting a cultural phenomenon at the time. Yeah, and, uh, right. okay. and uh, yeah, it just happened to be that because other parts of the uh, episode are, are, are out and about, as I remember. Mm -hmm. You're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah, but this particular thing, uh, I'm sure it was a double up. Uh, or maybe it wasn't because it would have been hard to double us. You think it was? A, it was? I'm pretty sure it was a double up. Oh, okay. Well. I did too, and it was on. Yeah, because we had the other plots were pretty. Yeah, that's right. We had the Valerie and the Walsh's plot, and then we had uh, Jesse and Andrea, which really, I, I was. We'll get into that. We'll get into that. And then, yeah, there's another one too, the Dylan uh, uh, and Charlie in the uh, in the uh, script. 
what's what's amazing is having looked at now a couple different episodes, uh, and this is really a testament to you guys. Um, I don't think you, I don't think an audience member would have known which was a double up and which wasn't. I think mm. you know between production and Paul and what you guys worked it out. I don't, but I'm almost certain this was a uh, a double up, and and I don't think there's any there was mm. any change in quality or or the amount of characters who were, who were in any given episode. That was just the whole dance of shuffling people back and forth. Right. I almost think Larry, you couldn't under identify if it was because the character, all the characters are in this. There's, there's all the characters are in this episode, right? But, the, but, but you notice there's little groupings of them. Like you never see uh, Andrea with the, you know. So, so we we able to like isolate uh, the, the storylines, and, and that's why you know we could fill up the fill up the uh, both the schedules. And obviously, but this would have been done probably in January. This was aired in March, so probably it probably would have been shot in late January, or early February. It was not a sweet March show. That was wrong. This was March fifteenth for the two guys, and also it's when the, March of ninety five. In nineteen ninety five, yeah. and it's the um, last really well rated show that we did that season until the finale. You know, P.S. I love you. We we were we were all we were on a downward trend. Uh, after after this one, this was a hot, pretty high watermark, um, and and um, she's just. I hope it didn't cause the slide. What's that, David? I hope it didn't cause the slide. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought of that. No, I mean, I think they just kept coming at us. I mean, the competition. You know, again, it was uh, it was such a different world then. There was, you know, it was all so focused. But yeah, people were starting to come at us. They were something up, something up the their stuff, change. and you know. You you decide. Here's here's a here's a slate of numbers. That's all I'm giving you. 15 9, 14 8, 14 5, 13 3, 11 4, 11 4. What was the 11 4? To a 13 6. By the way, it's like 15 20 million people. It's like 10 times what any of that hit show would and be. Yeah, that would be good. Well, that was what the Western one, you know, the one Karen was oh, in. Oh, the Western, yeah, yeah. So we're we're yeah. redeemed then. Okay. Yeah, the real McCoy, that kind of, you know, but this stuff now, in, in you know, looking back on it, it's some of the more, most fun stuff we do, and, and, and people love it. And this but, was uh, fun to But we should say, uh, so this was Unreal World. It, uh, it was uh, Meredith Steam and myself. She uh, take the teleplay credit. I took the story credit. And uh, I think she's going to be president of the Writers Guild, for as far as I can tell. Is that your? She's no one's running against her for president. So unless Donald Trump runs in there, which he won't. Uh, <laughs> he'll ask. He'll ask Lionel Chetwin to run. Actually, no, don't. He's he's running. He's running the elder campaign. Um, I want to ask Joey though. I mean, so the characters named Tuck, which is obviously literally based off of Tuck. Yeah, absolutely. Right. <laughs> that is kind of. Took that, and I, I, I you know, that, yeah, it was, it was great. I mean, he just you can talk about asking how he came in, but he, he just killed it when he auditioned. Oh do yeah. You, do you remember auditioning for this, Joey? I don't remember auditioning for it, but I do remember that on my resume, I think I had as under my special skills that I could ride a unicycle, and I think Dave asked me about riding a unicycle. We had one on the set. I was you're absolutely right. That's so funny. And I could not get it. I just wasn't. I just couldn't get it. I couldn't get it. And Dave was like, I remember right. that. He was getting a little upset yeah. that I couldn't ride a unicycle because it said it. It said it on my resume under special skills. So then I. So then he said, All right, well, let's just get a bike. And then I, mm -hmm. I rode a bike. But I remember feeling like, Oh God. Lying I, on I special skills. You know, it's like steroids as far as you. They may. They may fire me. You know, it's, it's funny you say that, Joey, because back in the day when we actually got an audition in person with. <laughs> 
I bemoan the death of that part of the process every single time. Uh, I would always, before an actor came in, I would uh -huh. always look at their, their, their uh, you know, a headshot resume, and I always went to special skills. Because frankly, sure. it, it gave me something totally. like, it, it was a way to like uniquely connect with that actor and say, oh, you speak French, or oh, you can make, uh, you know, yeah. uh, this type of flan or something like that. Right. And, uh, and I, God, I, I totally remember. And I swear to God, it's it's happened a lot that actors will get busted. Let's say, you know, uh, embellishing their resume a little bit. Right. Uh, I do remember. Now oh yeah, yeah. That is so funny. Well, I did do. You know, I, did, I could do it. And I did it in college and stuff. But I and I was like, was what? that opening scene of you on the bike supposed to be on a unicorn? I think so. Yeah, so but it was I mean, supposed it was to be originally change. on a unicorn, and then we could not get a unicorn. Exactly. And so then yeah, we yeah. just had to do a unicycle, and then now, and then finally a bicycle. Aaron Spelling had promised us a unicorn. <laughs> with a unicycle. Uh, with advertising on it. Do you guys keep, are you intending to say unicorn, or do you mean unicycle? No, no, <laughs> no, so we're, we're goofing here. Uh, they've decided to uh, grab onto it. Yeah. Uh, but, but no, you 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 was really did make an impression. Uh, you know, you just look like you could really get under everyone's skin. Like you had a character. That, that's what I remember because that's what the, that's what Puck was. He was someone who just everyone hated. You know, he just was also, an annoying, really annoying person. To, not to put the unicycle thing to bed already. You handled the bike beautifully. Yeah, I mean, you were good. the way you zipped around that. It was the same. Dave got uh, David. I think got the motion. <laughs> That that he wanted, you know, that you you pop up anywhere, could do anything, and you it was very un, unsociable the way you communicated on the bike, you know, which um, and and your character, the MTV character, was despised, right, Larry? I mean, that yeah, was uh, yeah, the, yeah, and the, 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 uh, Molly Campbell gave you a good wardrobe there, and Dave probably uh, you know uh, helped, but that was the wardrobe is fantastic in this thing. Oh my god, that bike helmet, I mean the. Um, the flying helmet the was fantastic. Aviator helmet. I want to know, like, I just watched it, the aviator helmet, and I have some sort of, like, I was putting some sort of lisp or something or, or like, some kind of affectation. I'm wondering, did did Puck have that, or was that just my, my invention because it's so funny? And I was like, what I am I doing? It's a, a Joey Slotnick original, I think. I don't remember Puck. Um, I know Puck. Puck was from San Francisco. I don't. I don't remember that part. But he just. Uh, Did you watch Puck? Did you watch that show to uh, to get an idea of what this yeah. character? Yeah. I don't know. I don't remember. I mean, I love the. I remember watching the first season and just loving it. But I don't. Yeah. Know. I mean, I imagine I probably saw it. I mean, to, you know, uh, probably. Yeah. But I don't uh, know if I did an impression. I couldn't even tell you if I, I was doing an impression or anything. Well, let me say this: Joey Slotnick's version of Tuck. Is ultimately way more memorable than the real guy's version of. <laughs> we're, we're all struggling to remember details about this character. So. It, I remember that other guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was mean. He was really mean to the guy who had AIDS. Is, is what everyone remembers. And now, and now he's dead. So moving no, the on. Guy, <laughs> no, the guy with AIDS is. Oh, the guy with AIDS is dead, and so is Tuck. So. I don't think Puck is is dead. I don't think Puck is dead. I think Puck, Puck is, is right dead. here. It's Tuck. Yeah. All right. So tell me about Joey for you coming into this world of 90210. You have a very interesting character that you're going to be playing. Um, we've talked to many people who have been a guest star on 90210. They say sometimes the experience could be a little bit intimidating because it's such a huge show. Did you feel any of that when you walked onto set? 
I, you know, <laughs> I mean, it feels like it, it does feel like a while back. Um, I don't know. You know, this was one of my first gigs when I came to L. I mean, it really was maybe my third job or something. I'd done, I think, a couple of criminals. You know, I was just, I didn't even have an agent. I mean, I was just like being, I think, um, side pocketed by by an agent that I eventually I signed with for you know a long time. But I don't know if I felt, I know my sister was a big fan of the show. She was 11 years younger than I was. And I know it was a real popular show, but I don't know if I felt, I think the only intimidation was like, this is one of my first gigs and I, I want to do a good job. I want to do a good job. So just like do a good job. I think that's well, you did I probably, you know, right on. I didn't feel uh, intimidated. I don't think. And for you, David, Thank who has been involved in a bunch of 90210 stuff, when you get the script, what did you guys, what did you kind of think about this? Well, you know, I, I don't remember which one it was, but I think it was still pretty early on in my directing career for 90210 and for, of, Therefore, of one hour very early on overall. So I think I was intimidated by everything. <laughs> no, I don't remember it that way. You, you, oh, did, yeah, no, you started third year. You were just exclusively associate producer. But you what? directed at least one, if not two. You directed one of the theater episodes. Yeah, and I think you did. Ray Vaughn was the first one you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that, that trilogy just really holds up. I mean, this is when, if you were, I mean, I don't know. Uh, dwell on it, but it was when you know it was Shannon's goodbye and then the part and uh, your if that was it doesn't look like anybody's first episode, quite frankly. And I remember telling you at the time, you know, you're really good at this, and nobody's doing hours. Yeah. Your generation, it's all old guys. You know, it's all there for you. And and uh, he, I don't know if you ever remember that, but um, certainly then in the fifth year, you did the Rolling Stones. You know, uh, our our personal favorite. Yeah. And uh, and then maybe another one, but so this was your last one. This is your goodbye. To By the way, you know, working together, you know. No, no, no. I think I did more after this, Chuck. You and yeah. I working together would be the, the goodbye because it was my last. Oh, I got oh, you. Oh, 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 that's right. Yeah. By the way, I just have to say something, Larry. You know, you look now more like the guy who should be on stage performing <laughs> than the roadie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on stage. Yes, absolutely. Well, you know, I thought it grew into the role, you know. I've been studying it for twenty years. But David, it's an interesting it's an interesting story. It's different than anything else that you probably did on nine oh two and oh. It was very different and that made it really fun. I mean, that whole show within a show, whenever you get an opportunity to do like something like that and a show that had been on for a while, to have the ability to really kind of bring a, a little bit of a, a different visual aesthetic and, and come up with a different style it was real fun. And it was fun watching it. I mean, watching it like Joey, having not seen it so long, um, what really comes, there were a couple things that came back. A lot of the prep came back, funny enough, because everybody was creating this other character and we were, uh, you know, coming up with this different visual style. I just remembered a lot of the different conversations with Chuck and Larry and, 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 you know, Gary Antista, our prop guy, and, and, and Rick, our, our, our DP, and because it was really an opportunity to, to do something fun and really different. But I, I have to tell this one story, and Joey, it's funny, Joey, I immediately just, I just thought Joey was the best. I, we have, are you from Chicago, Joey? You're not from Chicago, right? Yeah, originally, yeah, Chicago, yeah, totally. We had some friends in common, so we met Paul Edelstein, I think, real quick connection, yeah, right? Yeah. 
And then I, you know, recently not or not too far after nine oh two no, I ended up doing a show that Joey was a regular on, so it was really fun to reconnect and work with. And I just was always so enamored with his, and still am with his sort of comedic timing and his improv and all that really fun stuff. And I didn't know, by the way, that you were that early in your career. And, and maybe that's why we connected as well. But in watching the show again, there's a scene where Jason gets busted. When you when you show up to so, tell everybody that you're down to do it again and your, your roommates are on, and Jason gets busted for clearly imitating you. And I don't remember if there was open conversation, but Jason on his own just started laughing the entire scene. And it wasn't scripted. Mm -hmm. He did. We did table reads, right, guys? Yeah. We? That, yeah. I, and I remember him doing that, the table read. And I'm sitting there thinking, like, is he screwing with me? Is that what he's going to do? Like, did he talk to anybody about that? And I remember at the time thinking, what is Joey, I mean, like Joey's trying to do his dialogue, and here is the star of the show is laughing through that the entire scene. But I got to tell you, I looked at the show, and I was like, and I didn't know at the time. I was like, Chuck's either going to kill me or he's going to love it. And I looked at that scene, and I thought, you know what? It's really funny. I thought it that really was really works. It totally works, and it was a funny choice. But I was scared shitless. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was a kind of a, a kind of like oh shit laugh though. It was kind of not rather than I'm um, laughing. It was yeah, oh, like, oh, oh, yeah. yeah. No, he wasn't laughing at the, yeah. the material yeah. at all. Yeah. But it was just yeah. such a that was the Marx Brothers scene, uh, basically the uh, Groucho and Chico kind of you know the mirror stuff. Yeah, yeah. there you go. It was great. Uh, yeah, seeing that it was just so funny. I mean, yeah, Jason yeah. really threw yeah. himself into it. Joey, did, did 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 you have any reaction when he did that? Well, just watching it now, I thought, is that is that his real laugh? That's what I was just thinking. Like that is, is that his laugh? Because that would be annoying to me. But maybe <laughs> maybe he was back laughing in, in character <laughs> back in the day. I don't remember. I don't remember. There was a lot of. Uh, it, the way that, that Jay did it, and I don't know how that compares again going back to MTV, but there was Spicoli in him, you know, was him uh, the way right. he would yeah, speak, yeah. It, it was, you know, from oh, um, yeah. past times, you know, it was uh, a lot of that energy, you know, too, which was great. It seemed to, you know, help me. It seemed to help my my performance in that scene, like really being annoyed, I think. So, Oh, totally. Absolutely. Intimidation yeah, exactly. enough. So maybe he was just being really kind from one actor to another, a seasoned pro recognizing that there was a newbie and needed a little help. Well, it was a cool thing, Larry, in the story that you would get him to come back in this at that moment too, that he would show up to do it. It just wasn't a one. Well, it was all built to that. I was hope, waiting for that, that we'd have that, you yeah, know, exactly. clash there. You, he'd get busted. But uh, Jason also, the stuff you do with him and Jim Walsh is hilarious. Uh, when he's coming down in character there and just the geezer. <laughs> yeah. He's, and then Jason, you know, to his credit, successfully, you let him imp improv some lines. Cause I don't remember writing smell you later. Uh, but uh, uh, Jason always makes us look good. Well, I was going yeah, to ask you, um, based on David's question, when you guys watched it back, Charles and Larry, and saw Jason doing the improv laugh, did you even recognize that that had happened, or were you just like, "This is great, let it roll"? No, this was uh, this 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 script. Uh, this pro this one, you know, start to finish was just a lot of fun. So it did not. 
what, what you're seeing that while this is really unique it was probably it was probably the way we saw it as well the show episode was working and and uh, and that was a great scene when you come back i mean i think both scenes you were in i mean you you're you're the focal point so that's i would have been happy if he came in on a unicycle or frankly you you know the other thing was it was funny but this particular thing which which david david you know put together with you know the video you know different perspectives and stuff was really an important episode because we're getting uh, you know uh, uh, david and claire to break up and we're getting david back to uh, to donna and uh kelly and brand and Brandon, and you know, should not be forgotten that uh, the Kelly uh, Taylor monologue "Drunk" is just phenomenal. I By think. the way, I, w- I was going to say that, and watching again, the the one who I mean, they were all great. You know, uh, Tori and Steve as the as the aw shucks, you know. But I yeah. thought Penny was really funny. Oh, her, she was great. Her little party girl. And then we got a chance to kind of really say all the things that everyone sees. Everyone's so incestuous in the whole group, and, yeah. and she got a chance to do this whole uh, screed about all the all, all the cheating stuff about the men in the show, and it's uh, yeah. it was terrific, you know. 